Okay, welcome Joey to the What the Heck Are We Doing podcast. Um, so Joey, what the heck are you doing? <laughs> My name is Joseph Acuna, and I go by the stage name of Joey Forte, and I am an artist and musician. That's awesome. So what inspires you to like make your music and do what you do? You know, from a little boy, I've always heard melodies and uh, songs. I even remember going to Mesquite, Nevada to see where my grandparents were living and telling my mom, you know, mom, I, I can hear stuff in my head. And at one time I thought I was crazy. But what oh. I started realizing is, is that um, I was just hearing what my mind was doing naturally, which was making music. So... I think a little boy, I've had that drive, but as I've gotten older, I've realized that um, a big reason in life with the world and everything is if you can leave the world a better place than you found it. And I truly believe that if I say what's on my heart and I make music that I can actually do that. Awesome. That's really cool. So why do you do like a lot of people have purpose like, oh, I do this for this reason. Like, why do you do like, why do you make your music? Well, I'm going to be honest with you, Brooklyn. At one time, I used to have a, a philanthropic uh, side to it. And I said, I'm going to try to help people and I'm going to build the world up. But I think with anyone, you have to kind of enjoy what you want to do in life. You know, yeah. if, if it's not fun to you, then why are you going to do it, right? Okay, so, yeah. So one of the reasons, I do it for a couple of reasons, but one of the reasons is I actually really enjoy making music. I, it's, you know, you can sit me down at, at a piano or a computer or uh, with a guitar and I can just spend hours fooling around with it because I enjoy it. And another reason why I like doing it is because I really believe um, a big thing about human life is connecting and trying to connect with people. And you know, even with you and me, uh, we weren't really that close. And then you got to listen to some of my songs and it's a bond that we share now and we can yeah. we can talk about it and enjoy it. And and that's another reason why I really like to do it is to bring people closer together. Yeah, that's, that's an amazing answer. I love that. Just like find what you love and just, yeah, just do it. Um, yeah, just so, do it, yeah. Yeah, your music career, you said you started when you were little, like, do you know, like, how little you were? Well, yeah, so I started playing trumpet in third grade. Way oh, wow. Back when. Yeah, and I played trumpet from third grade all the way up to my senior year in college, and I was, I was playing the trumpet, and the trumpet was always, like, an instrument that I was really good at, and I didn't have to practice at it, and that really pissed me that really made people mad, like really, really made people mad because they're like, how are you so good at this? But to me, I, I really didn't have the drive or like inspiration to become better at it because anything that anyone can do, there's a part in your life where you'll be like, all right, I'm really going to have to actually dedicate some work and some hard time to it if uh, I want to get better. And I, I just never felt that with the trumpet. And then I started singing and I always wanted to sing and um, that, that was the magical ticket, you know? So I'm thinking about, I, I played trumpet from third grade all the way up to my senior year, but then I started picking up piano and I started picking up ukulele in, uh, in high school. And that was a lot of fun, but I, I still was just kind of fooling around with it. And then 
I really wanted to sing in college and I got my big break when I got to sing with the jazz band uh, for a concert and we sang Love by Nat King Cole. Do you know that song? I don't think so. Yeah, it, it uh, L is for the way you look. Oh yeah, that, I love that yeah. song. <laughs> yeah, and I sang it and man, right after I sang it, I went off stage and I thought, this is it. Like, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. I found it. And since that moment, I just, I wanted to keep on doing it and practicing. And yeah, that, that was it. That was the magical ticket. Yeah. It's just, it's so cool. Just like, oh, wow, I could do this for the rest of my life. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever had that experience? Do you find something like that yet? Oh, I don't think so. Not yet. You'll find it. You'll find it. (laughs) It jumps out at you and you're like, oh, wow. I really, really enjoy this a lot more than I thought I would. Yeah. Um, so you've written three songs, correct? Can you like tell me some inspiration that you've had for those songs? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I've written three songs so far and, um, I want to give a little backstory. So, um, I used to be very scared and very nervous to release my songs and I still am, you know, yeah, Uh, just because a lot of people, they put on this big confident front that like, hey, this is this is me and this is what I'm doing. Um, you know, what happens is, is inside the, maybe the narrative tells a different story. So I've, I've been writing songs ever since, I would say 2011 is that that's when my first song, but the first song I actually released was as of 2020 and I released it because of COVID. So now back to your question. Uh, I started releasing songs and the first song I released is because my friend asked me to sing her down the aisle and I said oh okay I'll, I'll, I'll sing you whatever song she goes no I want you to write me a song sing me the song as I walk down the aisle with my future husband and I went oh my gosh that's a big one so I had to come up with a really good song for that and I did and uh, I released it and people loved it so much I thought you know I need I need to release another one so I um I wrote a, a kind of like a, a, a joke song about a really bad date I had. And uh, the, the woman will remain anonymous, but it was not a good date. So that's, that's what that song is about. And then I wrote a Christmas song, uh, how I used to feel as a kid where I, I really wanted Santa to come visit me and bring me presents, but I knew I wasn't the best that I should have been. So I was really worried. So <laughs> that's yeah. what the song I was trying to bring was. So those are what those three songs are about. Yeah. So, um, so about your songs, do you have any like future projects or songs that we'll be releasing soon that you could tell us about? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So when, when I sit down to write a song, most of the time I sit down and it's about, it's because I'm either feeling a certain emotion or there's a certain event happen that I want to write about. So um, the, I, I went through a, a kind of hard breakup about a year ago and I wrote a really, really good song. It's a super sad song, but it's a really good song. And that's going to bring out May 12th. I just uh, released it to all the distribution companies. So now Amazon music and Spotify and Apple music, they all have it. And then in about another month, I'm going to be releasing a completely different song, which is a rock song. And it's about how, Sometimes you can totally fall in love with this person and they're amazing. And because you're in love, you just kind of forget all the bad things that are happening, you know? So 
I'm really excited about that. And then even after that song, I've got another one coming uh, that's called uh, More Please. And uh, this <laughs> this song is just about being cool. You know, it's it's about having fun, living your life and just enjoying what's coming your way. Yeah, that's really cool. And I love that you get to share that. That's just really fun. So you talked about a while ago how like you get nervous when you like release a new song. Mm -hmm. So how do you find the courage and the confidence to make these songs and like get them out to like Spotify and Apple Music and uh, Amazon Music and all these big companies? You know, I, um, I, for a long time, I didn't. For a long time, it would always come to this point where I knew I had to. And I would look at the mountain ahead of me and say, how am I going to do that? Like, it, like just to release music, you have to distribution company and you have to have the right album work and the right digital codes. And I thought, I, I don't know any of that, you know? And I, a big thing that really helped me is I listened to a motivational talk by Denzel Washington. And he said, I want you to imagine if you're laying on your deathbed and you're looking around and, and as you're about to go, all these people are surrounding you. And all these people are your great ideas that came to you. And they say, I came to you because you had the power to bring me into real life. That was your job. And because of you, I'm stuck here in the grave with you. And that really spoke volumes to me because no one else on this entire world is who you are. There's only one Brooklyn or there's only one Joey Forte and only Brooklyn or Joey Forte can give what your ideas have to the world, you know? And if anything were to happen to you, you know, which I don't think, I think everyone's got a lot more time left, but yeah. if anything were to happen, you know, those ideas stick with you, you know, it's not like they go to somewhere else. And I realized when like COVID hit, you know, before we knew like what we know now, but I realized when COVID it hit like I, if if something were to happen you know uh you know knock on wood <laughs> yeah <laughs> but if, you know if something were to happen like all my ideas all my work all my little voice memos everything would just disappear and i just i i, I just thought i can't do that like, like i i have responsibility and i have so many people and whether you realize it or not the second part to this question that you, that you asked me is there's a lot of people around you that look up to you and you don't see them because, you know, you, you're just, you're just kind of doing your thing, but you know, your parents, your family members, your friends, even random strangers you met, they look up to you and you kind of have a responsibility to be who you are. And I, that's, those are the two reasons why I do it is I do it because I, I kind of have a responsibility to get it out there. And I also realize that I, I would not want these ideas to end with me. They came to me with a reason and a purpose, and it's my job to get them out in the world. And that's how I overcame the fear of releasing it, as I realized I, I had to do it for those reasons. Yeah, just like leave behind something that you're going to be proud of. It reminds me of the one song in Hamilton when he's talking um, about a legacy, his legacy. Mm -hmm. And just mm -hmm. what are you leaving behind afterwards? You want, obviously, you want to make something that you're proud of. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. You you hit the nail on the head. Oh, thank you. Um, so you've you uh were talking about the jazz band uh that you've done. Can you tell me about some other events that you've done and like 
what you have learned um, from those events that, that you've done before? Yeah, yeah. Um, I would say the most valuable lesson I've learned from all events is that it is okay and awesome if you mess up and make mistakes. You know, like usually in today's society, it's like, oh, you can't mess up or you can't make a mistake or I have to be perfect. But the thing is, is you want to be doing the stuff that you're doing so much that you make the mistakes so that when uh, the opportunity comes, you're ready for it. There's, there's a great saying that says, lady luck shines on those who are prepared to receive her. So uh, the best advice that I could give in the events that I've done is like, I split the jazz band in the college. I sing with another group called the Rebel Jazz Band. Um, I started working with the studio down here in Los Angeles where they hire me to sing on all these people's tracks and all this different music to rock, to jazz, to, to soul ballads, to R&B. Um, I started performing with uh, other dudes down here that just wanted to get together and jam and make YouTube videos. And uh, what I learned from all of that is that you need to be doing as much as you possibly can to be learning about as much as you can. And uh, you'll start getting experience and that's how you actually start growing. Yeah, that's like awesome. So um, for performing, I don't know if this is for you, but a lot of people, when they get up on stage or they go like go and give a speech or something, they get terrified and they have really bad stage fright. That's how it is with me for a lot of things. So- um how have you like if you've had stage fright like how do you combat it like how do you just get over this fear of like oh there's a million people here just like this is absolutely terrifying (laughs) well first off everyone has stage fright I don't care who you are there's I even I know even like Bon Jovi and and all like Maroon 5, Adam Levine, and Bruno Mars, everyone has stage fright. You know, they just, they just yeah. tackle it differently. As for me, how, I, how I've learned to tackle stage fright is I, my, my dad told me something. He says, you're only afraid when you haven't prepared properly for, for what's going to happen. So if you've practiced and if you've done everything that you're supposed to do, I remind myself of that. I'm like, oh yeah, I've seen these songs like 12,000 times. I'm like, this is, this is, this is going to be amazing. And then I remember, I'm like, oh yeah, I actually really enjoy doing this. And I like going out there, you know? And those two things help me. But also I, another tool that I use is I think, what's the worst that could possibly happen? I go out there and I, I mess up on some words or like I trip and fall. And it's, it's, it's amazing because usually your brain builds up something that could be so bad but it isn't really that bad you know and that really helps me too so even if I'm performing to 50,000 people yeah I'd be really nervous but I think what's the worst that can happen and I say well the worst thing that could happen is I could forget a couple words and maybe you trip on stage and I think and people would remember that and they think it would be great performance still so I say let's go do it yeah that's like really good advice just just get out there like that's how it was for me um like I was in a musical and I was like, oh gosh, there's like a couple hundred people here to come watch me sing. And I was like, right. oh, oh boy. And I just ignored them. I was like, right. you know what? I'm going to cool. do what I love. Yeah. So who cares what this random person in the audience who I will probably never see again in my life thinks. Mm-hmm. 
as long as you're having fun, it's all good. That's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Sometimes it's scary to go up in front of a crowd of people, but it, you have to realize that like, again, you're an awesome person, you know, no matter who you are, no matter who's listening yeah. to this, like if you were chosen or if you were like uh, nominated or even decided to go up on that stage, you know, there's a reason why that happened, you know, it's because you got the power and the potential to do it. Yeah. And I think it's really weird, but like, if you let fear get the best of you, you were going to like go home and just be like, oh man, like I really wish I could have just like done this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that is the worst possible outcome with anything. Um, but yeah. Well, so you like, know, if you let fear dictate how you're living your life, then you're allowing fear to control your life and not you. That's yeah. a big thing, you know, like life's about taking chances, you know, and, and in taking chances, you know, sometimes you'll fail. Sometimes you might fall, sometimes you get hurt, but other times you're going to succeed and other times you're going to learn. And I think it was even your dad. He posted a picture. He goes, um, successful people learn from their mistakes, which learn, which are from like unsuccessful events. Right. It, yeah. it was something like that. Right. Yeah, like so you just gotta, you just gotta go out and, and do it. You can't let fear dictate your life, or you're never gonna do anything you want to do. Yeah, you think about like all these like big names, and like they started like super small, and they were probably absolutely terrified. Like the first time Elvis Presley got on stage, I bet he was terrified. Mm-hmm. But now you look like years later, he's like one of the most well-known like musicians in the world just by like taking that one leap of faith and that's all it really takes one of my one of my favorite artists his name is michael buble and uh he's he's a jazz artist takes old jazz standard tunes reinvents them to make them uh pop hits and he the way he started is he was like 15 16 17 18 and he started singing in like jazz nightclubs And he tells the story about how he was so nervous and there would only be 20, 30 people in the club, you know, that were listening to him. He was so nervous. And he said, little by little, I started getting my confidence and little by little, the the room started to grow to 40, 50, 100 people, 200 people until he was uh, in the right place at the right time. And he got to meet a producer and he's recording an album. And the whole reason why is because he was actually working and trying to conquer those fears. Yeah. So what advice would you give to somebody who like wants to start making, making music or like want to start performing? The advice that I would give is just start. There's a lot of times where you think like, well, I don't know where to start or I don't know what to do or, or I don't know like how to do it. You know, the, the biggest thing, the biggest thing that usually holds yourself back is yourself. Cause yeah. you just, you, you know, you're, you're scared or afraid to do it, or you don't know where to start, but 99% of the time you do know where to start. You're just afraid to start. So yeah. I say, just start whatever big mountain or molehill you're thinking of. Um, there's, there's really cool psychology actually behind it. Uh, the, uh, there was a scientist I was listening to on a podcast and he said, you're hardwired to try to keep you from pain 
because back in the olden days, pain is what would bring you like suffering and your brain doesn't like that. Yeah. So usually when you think of your dreams, you think of all the hard times and all the, the hard work that you have to do and your brain associates that with pain. So then it gives you fear and then you go, ah, I'm not going to do this, you know? Yeah. So what you can start doing is when you think of your dreams and you think of performing or you think of whatever you want to do, instead of thinking of all the hard work that you're going to have to do, think about the feelings that you'll feel after you accomplish it. The yeah. feelings that you'll have after you do something and you'll rewire your brain to think like, oh, you mean if I do this, I'm going to feel that way and I want to do that. And the best way to do that is just to start because you'll realize, yeah, yeah, it's hard work, but it's fun because you're actually doing what you want to get to it. So for anyone who's like wanting to write music or, or start writing music, just start writing and then start sharing it to people and start posting it everywhere you possibly can and understand that people, sometimes people are brutally honest. Sometimes it won't sound good, but you're going to keep on working at it. For people who want to start performing, start trying to audition for plays, start, you know, like now is the best time. Now is the best time for you to possibly start anything that you want to do because you have one of the most powerful tools out there, which is the internet, right? I mean, so if you wanted to start acting, start doing some acting roles online, you know, like you, like on TikTok and Instagram on Facebook, there's people, all they do acting, they do these little skits and I love watching them and they've grown massively because of it. So just start. That's my advice. Yeah. That's like really great. Um, I love the point when you're just like, just go for it. Like, um, and another good thing, just like, yeah, people are brutally honest, but like, I've seen like YouTubers and people, they won't delete like their super old videos that are like garbage or like just not very good compared to like what they are now. But people have said like, oh, I don't take those down because it's so cool to see like how I've grown. Like in five years, you can just see, look what I started at and look where I am now. Right, right. Yeah. Even, you know, even with my I, I haven't posted much on YouTube because I, I've just been trying to get all of it together. It takes a lot, but yeah, uh, you know, like on my old Facebook videos, there was a video that came up five years ago where I tried to do a version of uh, respect, you know, R-E-S-P-E-C-T, final the means. And I, I was watching it and, <laughs> you know, I just like slapped my face. I was like, oh, Joey, what were you thinking? But you know, I, I was trying, you know, and as long as you're trying and you're starting, you're going to start growing and getting to that better point. That's all you got to do is just start. Yeah. Yeah. The biggest thing I think, I think I talked about this on a previous episode, but just like my fifth grade teacher, um, like one of his mottos was like, oh, you need to have a growth mindset. Cause like, if you don't have like a mindset, like oh, I can do this, like, or just some self-confidence, you're not going to get anywhere. Yeah. Well, do you know who usually is the meanest person to you? Yourself. That's right. Yeah. You hit the nail on the head. There's, you know, you, if you listen, um, I, I have a couple friends that have dealed with some, uh, with like depression and with anxiety. And I say, I want you to do me a favor. I said, I want I want you to write in your phone or in a book or wherever, everything that you tell yourself throughout the day, I want you to write it down. So they do, you know, and afterwards they come back and I read it and it's like really mean things like, 
you're never going to make it in here. Or man, you suck for doing that. Or I can't believe you tried to do that. Better. what do you think that you're smart enough or even me you know like your music isn't good enough to reach everyone in the world yeah yeah can that like you need to believe in yourself and you need to believe that it's actually possible and as long as you start believing you'll start having that growth mindset like you said and it'll things will start happening but you got to be nice to yourself and be like no I can you know I don't think you'll ever be able to fully stop those voices of anxiety or the or the self-doubt in your head. But the best advice I heard is you can they can still be in the car with you, right? But they got to sit in the back seat. You're the driver, you're in control, you know? So if they start talking about, no, you're in the back seat, bud. And you don't listen to people in the back seat. <laughs> no, you don't. That's right. That's right. But yeah, this is that's all the time we have for today. Um, thank you so much, Joey, for coming on. Where, um, where can my listeners find you? So you can listen to me either on YouTube at Joey Forte Music. You can go on to my artist profiles on Spotify, on Apple, on Deezer, on Amazon Music, any listening platform. Uh, that's where you can find my music. I've got a new track coming out May 12th, which is, I believe is the best song I've ever written. So I'm really excited about that going out. And you can also head over to my website at joeyfortemusic.com. Uh, I've got some awesome hats that I just made that you guys can buy and you can see all upcoming information there. Awesome. Thank you so much, Joey. Thank you so much, Brooklyn. It was a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you.